This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. Welcome along to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast and YouTube show, brought to you in association with Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seaman. I'm here in Dubai for the Tennis 500 this week. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my partner in crime, as you can see, the dynamic duo. Uh, it's Sean Calvert over in a very cold, wet, horrible London. How are yeah. you? I'm all right. Well, you know, same. Much the same. The usual uh, the usual ailments that, you know, probably people are probably quite bored with by now. Um, yeah, it's a bit shit. I didn't notice, actually, you, got, you had the T-shirt on. I saw you had it on this morning on the video you posted but i couldn't now i can see it now i, I couldn't see it earlier so you've worn that all day have you well listen listen um you're in dubai this is the fashion capital of the world prada gucci uh, well one of them i've only been um, once prada, and i was only there for like a day i can't really remember listen prada gucci armani there is a new range in town calverto sean calverto it's it's uh <laughs> sean o'calverto could be the new brand eh? you can go to the dubai mall you go shopping malls Everyone's talking about this show. I mean, I, I've been stopped. When you say everyone, tens of people. Really? <laughs> tens. So what's that? What's the what the hell? What the hell have you got on there? More, more likely than anything. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to wear it to the tennis tomorrow. I've got I've got a couple of others. I've, I've got them out. Gonna, I'm going to wear them to the tennis, tennis tomorrow. I haven't been to the tennis today. I've just spent the day. Look, I'm, I'm burnt. It, it's Turned hard to tell on this video, but you can sort of see some patching of what I assume is red. Yeah, it's uh, it it was it's a bit windy as you as you can imagine a bit of wind yeah. coming around. It's obviously a bit deceptive the old sun cream, but uh, I've uh, I've got, I've got, yeah I've caught a bit of a bit of wind chip, wind burn I think. But so yeah, I'm at the tennis tomorrow, and so I'll be wearing one of these t-shirts. And you can get one of these t-shirts by following us on Instagram at because I we win. got one. Well, just you have whoever your postman. Don't have about me. Your postman's walking <laughs> around leon c with three of them on he's the most trendiest postman postman in england somebody is yeah i don't know where that went so, well anyway uh, you can get one of these t-shirts if you uh subscribe to the uh instagram account at because we win and we run around some competitions there you can follow my adventures over here in dubai and sean will be in la and california next week for indian wells tournament so uh make sure you get across and you can get one of these t-shirts loads of different uh ones and this one I'm sporting is the dynamic duo, Calvert and Seeley. Someone said I was the Joker. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm the more the Robin harsh. than the Joker. That was a bit harsh, anyway. <laughs> um, we're talking about the uh, conditions here in Dubai. I think it's probably best if to come from myself, seeing as I'm sitting here. Yeah. Um, very warm, sort of nice, beautiful temperatures, high 70s to low 80s. A bit of wind around, um, but it does get cold in the evening, as we said last night, uh, walking around town. You would need a a cardigan on or or a light jacket for a, for a man. So it, it's very different conditions. And we saw last night in the tennis they were playing till gone midnight. It was freezing. There was players with blankets, well, people in the crowd with blankets all over and everything. It was, that was a bit of a weird cash, wasn't it? With his propensity to play every single match, as a, every single set as a tiebreak. I mean, that was that was always likely to happen. I mean, we we got lucky on that one, didn't we? He hit a dead net cord at match point down and 
managed to save himself just uh but yeah that was i guess that was pretty late that that finished yeah it was called midnight i had a um i had a picture of me by the big screen behind me that we're watching the tennis in here with her cash losing in round one of me with an angry face just about to say i've come all the way to see her cash and he's he's got beat he before i even one. got there so i had to delete the tweet thankfully because he's our tip to win the tournament that was the jinx tweet that's that always works Always works. So uh, I was I was very pleased to see him progress through because it wasn't a great day on the opening day. Obviously, Corder uh, did play very well, but Kotov didn't even turn up. So we, oh, we lost him that play. I'll talk about yeah. him in a minute, but I mean that was that was horrible. <laughs> about as bad as you can get, isn't it? That one. It was terrible. Yeah, and the one thing I would say, um, obviously, we're watching it here. I spoke to a couple of people actually who are over here who I know. And I've messaged them and I've asked them, uh, you know, if they want to meet up tomorrow. And a few of them are going to meet up with me tomorrow at the tennis centre. Um, they reckon it's playing very fast, not fast than they expected. It is in the day. Yeah. I mean, you can, the match is still on now, uh, catching off's play. And it's, it, it is a quick court. It's just that the, the wind and, and the fact that it gets a lot colder later that, that does make the stats slightly, slightly um, different than perhaps they ought to be. But it, yes, ostensibly, it's a, it's a quickish court. It's just that there are those other factors that, that you have to think about as well. Uh, you can just look at my face to see how windy it is. Uh, wasn't windy. it windy today? It was yesterday or the, the Monday that was the really windy day, wasn't it? It wasn't supposed to be that windy today. Yeah, I mean, it was, to be fair, this morning up until about 12 o'clock, it was overcast. Then all of a sudden, you know, the cloud cleared and then it got quite hot. And But the wind stayed around. I mean, no, there's no wind around now. But we are, uh, we're, we're, we're a few, you know, we're about 45 minute drive away from the tennis centre over in the Irish town. Great little place. You'll see me tomorrow. Make sure you head to the Instagram account. There'll be loads of videos on there tomorrow. I'll make sure I'll put Will loads there be a of stuff up. Being poured, perchance. Will there be a Guinness being poured, perchance? You know what? I, I can never, I can never, I don't really want to try. It puts me off having Guinness in places like Dubai. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, fancy. No, Guinness can give you the, Dodgy tummy, can't it? You know, if you, if you get a wrong pine, it's yeah, yeah. You're, you're bad. You're, you're in so a bit can, of a bad so can the eggs, by the way. Did you did you see Gail Monfils today? No. He had uh, he had a problem with the eggs. So if you're staying in the same hotel as Gail Monfils, do not have eggs for breakfast because big problem for him. He had to go off court and do what he needed to do because the he kept going on about the eggs to his coach and his his coach during the match against Unbear. His coach wasn't interested. His coach was just telling him about how to play the match and Gail was just moaning about the eggs he'd had for breakfast. So. If you, if you are staying in the same place as Monfils, think twice about having the eggs. I don't think I'll be staying in the same. This is very nice, but this is definitely not where Scal Monfils will be staying. Um, and the one thing is, I did have eggs for breakfast. I had Ed's Benedict. Mm. You're all right, though, clearly. Monfils well, obviously at the moment, wasn't. At the moment, <laughs> hopefully. Well, fingers crossed. But I'm not, I won't be trying to get this tomorrow. I did go there last year. They do do a nice pint of Stella. So that's uh, that'll be my a drink of choice tomorrow when I'm going ahead. And like yeah. I say, please follow us on Instagram. You'll be able to follow all my adventures. You'll be able to follow Sean as well. Uh, next week across in California and in LA. Uh, lots of great content coming all the way now to the end of the year on the tennis season with our travels. Bit of fun along the way as well. And your chance to win one of these fantastic t-shirts. Be the envy of your friends. The envy of all your friends in your town with one of these because we win t-shirts. Anyway, enough about our travels. Enough about our eggs. Let's stop talking about eggs. Let's move on about the tennis action tomorrow. Uh, two matches we have here we're going to discuss in Dubai. Uh, the first match we're going to talk about is Botic van der Sandship against Sebastian Korda. Both of these players come in in not the greatest of four, uh, but both of them had really good wins. Botic van der Sandship beat Manorino. Korda, 
I know he didn't. I know he didn't have much to beat in cutoff, but the manner of the victory was it was pretty good. Winning the first set six love. Uh, quarter is a heavy favourite minus two fifty. The American. Uh, Botic round the sand trip is plus two dollars. Uh, the spread here is three and a half minus one twenty two for Botic, uh, minus one oh four for quarter. The total is twenty two and a half with over minus one oh six. They've met three times before. Botic round the sand trip has leads the head to head two one. The last time they met was in 2022. All of them are on clay, and all of them are cashed unders, which is quite surprising when you look at uh, the statistics of these two players. The one thing I would say, the draw could open up for the winner of this one. I think they've got they've got a good chance to go go pretty well in the tournament. Um, you were said you wanted to mention Corda. Uh, probably more negative about Kotov than positive about Corda's performance. But um, yeah, on Botic played well uh, against Manorino, and uh, maybe a little bit disrespectful in the prices at two to one. I think these prices are very disrespectful, to be honest. Um, Kotov was just appalling. Whatever word you want to use to describe, I only saw a bit of that match because the stream the stream wasn't on for long. It was only on for about five minutes, and then it then it wasn't on for the rest of the match. But from what I understand, what I saw, he just didn't fancy it in the wind. He, you know, sometimes this happens. I've seen it with numerous players in the past. Davidovic Fakin is one that springs to mind. Once they realise it's too windy and they can't play the sort of tennis they want to play, they just they just jack it in. Um, and Kotov was certainly guilty that yesterday, which is quite surprising because he played well in Doha the week before, which was also very windy. So I'm not sure what happened there. Van der Zanskut was great, really good. I watched all of his match against against a, a much better opponent than than Kotov was in in Manorino. Um, handled the conditions really well. I was I was surprised actually because Van der Zanskut came in here on the back of wasting a, a ton of chances in his previous match, which I think was against Gael Monfils. He had a I think he had about eight or nine set points that he didn't take. He ended up smashing his racket. I felt like Van der Zanskut could be sliding into one of his funks like he had the other year when he when he failed to take those many, many chances to win the, the Munich title, I think it was, uh, against Rune. But he's played well here before. He played well. You probably remember Van der Zanskut played well here last year when you were there. Um, made the quarterfinals, lost to Rublev. Uh, in, in the four matches he's played... Bet him last year, Sean. I know I definitely bet him. I think I might have bet him, but I don't know if we picked we picked him. I, I bet him last year to win this tournament. He got beat by. Be I'm honest. sure he got beat by Novak. I'm sure he got beat by Novak Djokovic. Uh, Rublev, Rublev beat him. It was uh, Rublev. Rublev beat him. I think I, I watched. I watched him play. But I'm sure I he bet beat, him to win he the beat tournament. Kishanov. He beat Kashanov and Ema, and then he lost to um, to Rublev. But in, oh. in the four matches that he's played at this tournament, his service points one over ten points one total is 103, and that's against good opposition. Kashanov, Rublev. Uh, Manorino and, and Ema, you know, well, certainly three of those are, are very, very decent players. And he's got a, a positive 103 service points, one in return points, one tell. So, you know, that's half the battle here in Dubai. You know, some players just don't fancy it. Some players, even if they do fancy it, they can't handle it. Kashanov is, is an example. He, he spends half his life in Dubai. And I don't think he's ever got past the quarterfinals of this tournament. Um, you can see why it's priced how it is because. Corda does lead the service points one and return points one totals by 104 to 100 in the last 12 months on this surface at main level. So that that's sort of why it's priced as it is. But the head-to-head massively favours Van der Zanskel. I know two of them were played on clay, but if you look at the service points one and return points one totals of the three matches they've played, it's 108 to 92 in favour of Van der Zanskel. Van der Zanskel has won 14% more second serve points across those three matches. And it should also be pointed out that Van der Zanskut was injured in the one match that Korda did win, which I think was in Monte Carlo. Uh, Van der Zanskut had the trainer out after three games, I think it was, of that particular match. He was nowhere near fit. Even with that being said, he still leads 
the totals of those three matches by some considerable distance. The other thing is that Corder was in the in the two matches they played in 2022 against each other. Corder was one point, roughly 1.68 favourite for both matches. That's about uh, minus 147, and now he's about minus 250 to, to beat the same opponent who he struggled with. So. I mean, this is either brave or foolhardy on my part because every bet I've had lately on Corder, it's not gone well, has it? Let's be honest. Um, but I think you have to go with with the value when it's there. You can't sort of go, oh, God, it's Corder. I'm not betting it. The value is there. There's a certainly an angle, a very strong angle to, to get with van der Zanskel. So I'm, I'm going to have to take him. Whether I want to or not, I'm going to have to take him. Just straight on the money line? or Yeah, he's any... about plus 200, isn't he? Yeah, plus 200, two to one. Yeah, take it. I mean, if I start messing about with the handicaps, it'll probably lose by one game or something. This The other thing to point out is this could be interesting in play because both of these two are very, very nervous closers. So there could be some value to be had when one's serving for the match. You know, get on the other one because these two are, are bad at closing matches. Yeah, definitely head to, to Bet Rivers in play there. And obviously, if you bet live and you watch live, you can bet live with Bet Rivers. All these matches are live streamed on the Bet Rivers website. 29 different markets available on every single match, not only here in Dubai, but across in Acapulco and Santiago as well. So lots of tennis action this week in three tournaments. We're going to be bets in all three tournaments or selections or the tips and advice in all three tournaments on this podcast. Okay, let's move on to the next match. Uh, Bublik up against Greek Sport. Um, Bublik here leads 3-0 in the head-to-heads against Halon Greek Sport, but the conditions, I think, would probably suit Greek Sport rather than Bublik here. Uh, there has been money, though, for Greek Sport here, despite that negative on the head-to-head. Like I say, he trails 3-0 in the three matches. Greek Sport opened up at plus 102 with Bet Rivers. The money has come for the Dutchman. He's minus 108. Uh, Bublik is minus 115. Uh, the spread here is what's plus one and a half. Greek Spore is minus 130. Bublik plus 102. And the totals, unsurprising in Greek Spore matches, is very high. 23 and a half. Minus 122 for under. Minus 105 for over with a game line at 23 and a half. We like a Dutchman uh, with Botic van der Sandship. Do we like a second Dutchman in Greek sports? So we go double Dutch uh, with our parlay in this one, or are we going to go with your old friend Bublik? I feel like I'm talking about Bublik a lot lately. It, it just seems to be a quirk Bub- of the draw that his matches are the ones that are, are the ones that we can talk about because the way the draw is, uh, you know, all these matches are being played Tuesday, aren't they, in Dubai? So there's only a couple that were set for Wednesday, and this is one of them. But it is really interesting. It's another one where the head-to-head could be slightly misleading. And I've got, I've got when I when I wrote this down earlier, I was looking at the same odds you were, plus 102 on Greek sport. Um, not, perhaps not that surprised that the odds have changed. Um, as you said, they've met three times. Bublik's won all three, but all of them were indoors, where Bublik plays his best tennis as well as grass. Th- those are his two best surfaces. And one of them was when Greek sport was number 159, I think, in the world. And it still went to two tie breaks. For me, this is just about how poor public stats are on on outdoor hard. You know, from the start of 2023 to now, on this surface at main level, public is 32% win rate. He wins roughly one in three of his matches on this surface, and his service points won and return points won total is 95. Now, Greek Spore in the same time frame has a 57% win rate, and his total is 100. So a, f- a pretty clear advantage on the on the pure outdoor hard um, main level stats for, for Greek sport. Now, the head-to-head looking into it slightly more detail, Bublik's dominated behind his first serve. He's won a massive 86% of his first serve points against Greek sport. 
Greek Spores won slightly more second serve points, 49% to 48%. So the edge for Bublik has come in in the indoor conditions where he's he's serving huge and Greek Spore hasn't been able to do anything about it. But the other interesting thing about Bublik is, is this a new, so far unheard of, resilient Bublik that we're seeing these days? Um, he's lost 10 of his last 11 opening sets as Bublik. But unlike what he was before, he's turning them around now. He's won six of his last eight matches when dropping the opening set. Now, if you go back to before this little spell, he lost 32 of 35 matches when he dropped the opening set. So prior to the last sort of month or so, six weeks or whatever, he was a real candidate for just dropping the first set and just, "Ah, I've had enough here. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, and he's never done this in his career before, he's, he's turning matches around. He did it again against Matchak. You know, I fancied Matchak. Matchak, that was going great. He won 6-2, first set Matchak, looking good. Bublik, the new grinder, coming back into it and nicking it in, in three sets is unheard of. The obvious bet here is to take Greek Sport to win the opening set, given that Bublik started so insanely slowly of late in all of his matches. But I think on the outdoor hardcore stats, if you're having a bet on this match, either it's Greek Sport opening set or Greek Sport to win the match, just because he, you know, he has the superior stats. Um, I definitely could back public as favourite here, that's for sure. I think the conditions will suit Greeksport massively. Obviously, the head-to-head is a bit misleading, 3-0 to Bublik, but now this is on Greeksport's sort of court. Uh, the conditions will suit the Dutchman, and uh, yeah, we're leaning towards a, a, a good day for Holland tomorrow. So the double Dutch uh, parlay may be of interest, Greeksport and Botic van the Samship, which will pay a very nice price. What would that be? That'd be 3-2, that'd be about 5-1. to one. So that might be popular with... Bet Rivers betters. Uh, okay, that's the only two matches we have for tomorrow here in Dubai. Uh, tomorrow morning, I'll give you an update on my way to the tennis courts, which will be very early. Uh, these matches start at 5 a.m. Eastern time. So uh, if you want to head to our Twitter account, also head to our Instagram account, I'll give you an update there. And I'll give you some in-play stuff. I'll be there all day tomorrow. So uh, if there's any matches that we haven't got you covered for there, we'll give you a little bit. I'll give you sort of uh, any insights I hear on the, on the social media as well. Make sure you please follow our social media app because we've been on Instagram and on Twitter. Okay, move across to Acapulco now. Um, what are the conditions like there? Hot against uh, Sean? Is it very hot? Yes. Yeah. It's very hot. hot. I mean, they, they play at night, so it's 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 very humid as well. But um, as wells as well. Thinking about Indian wells there. Uh, yeah, thirty-two degrees. Um, very high humidity. As I say they play at night to kind of avoid the worst of the sun. But yeah, it's uh, it's tough conditions in Acapulco for sure. Tough conditions, and we've got two players and a tasty matchup. And the match we want to talk about here: Ben Shelton minus two fifteen against the very talented Italian Almaldi plus one seventy. These two could be players who could be in the top twenty in the world. Well, I think Shelton will be when he, you know, will be the top twenty easily. But Almaldi could have a breakthrough year this year, and he could have a breakthrough year next year. Two young players with a big future ahead of them. Uh, like I say, very heavy favourite for Ben Shelton. They've never met before, but I'm sure they'll meet many times over their career. The spread here is two and a half, uh, minus two and a half for Shelton, minus 122. the plus two and a half, minus 105. The total, again, very high, 23 and a half with over plus 102. Shelton comes through a tough match against Dan Evans, and the beat an American and the number one American, Taylor Fritz. Can he win back-to-back matches against American opponents? It's very hard to live up. Uh, to a big match like that and a big victory against uh, someone like Taylor Fritz. But what are you seeing about an Audi? Do you like him or do you think he's got a chance here? Yeah, I do. I think he's got an excellent chance. He he clearly enjoys the conditions. Um, there's a few reasons why I think Shelton's a bit short here. 
Um, Arnaldi beat Fritz, as you said, which is a very, very good win for him. And then afterwards, what I liked was he talked about how he loves the conditions here. You don't get many players saying how they like playing in these sort of conditions. But he said, he said, I wasn't playing my best tennis in the last few matches, but I love playing in these conditions and playing long matches. I also love playing night matches. So this is a guy that relishes these conditions. A lot of players don't. A lot of, a lot of players don't like it. It's hot, humid, it's late at night. They're not keen. Arnaldi is basically saying here, I like a battle. I like a long battle and I like playing at night and I'll I'll you know I'll take it as long as it needs to go. And the longer that it goes, the the more you you'd have question marks about Shelton because he has got a shoulder problem. Um he talked about it after the, the Evans match, which re- requires cupping treatment, which I have to say I wasn't familiar with, but it's it's some sort of ancient kind of Chinese style of, of treatment which gets you sort of pulling the muscles around and doing something with the blood flow or whatever. That's painful. That sounds painful to me. I don't, my pain threshold is just, it's again, crazy just hearing you talk about it, let alone go through that. Oh, Shelton's a big lie. He's a tough guy. I'm sure he'd be okay with it. He didn't, he didn't seem too bothered with it, but he said it was very tight after that Evans match. And it, it, he wasn't good in that Dan Evans match. You know, you, you can't imagine these slow courts would particularly suit um, Ben Shelton. He wasn't good against Evans. He ended up nicking it in a final set tiebreak. Little bit Evans can count himself a little unfortunate, really. Evans won two more points in the match overall. Um, and he won 56% of his second serve points, Evans, compared to just 45% for Shelton. So you feel like on what he's shown so far, and given that there's a question marks over his fitness, um, I, I quite like Arnaldi. He also has a good record against left-handers, um, does Arnaldi. 70% win rate at all levels against left-handers. At main level, he's only played four matches, but he's won three of them, including a straight sets win over Cam Norrie at the US Open. Um, and if you compare what they did on on first serve in the in in the opening round, respectively, Shelton won seventy nine percent of his first serve points, but Arnaldi won seventy eight percent of his first serve points. So, not a massive advantage that Shelton's getting off that first serve in these slow conditions. So, I think if you're betting in this one, it, I imagine Arnaldi will probably get what he wants, which is a long match. Um, but the handicap is is of interest to me here on on Aldi plus two and a half plus three and a half whatever it is. Yeah, two and a half is available at minus one oh five. Three and a half will be a heavier favourite on that. Heads to the Bet Rivers website. You can just adjust the spread line to whichever game handicap you prefer to play. So if you want to take the better price minus two and a half, if you want to take the lower price, uh, take the three and a half. But on Aldi, the Italian, very talented player, uh, in slow conditions, could give Ben Shelton a game over in Acapulco. Now, finally. Uh, the final match we're going to talk about with final tournament is the 250 over in Chile in Santiago. And uh, a player who's talking about grafter and a player who, who, who doesn't seem to be slowing down at the moment is Diaz Acosta, the Argentinian who, uh, su- oh, well, he didn't surprise, I was going to say surprise everyone, he didn't surprise you, Sean, because you, no, you've been in the annoyed before. Me. Yeah, annoyed, annoyed, me. surprised many people, annoyed Calvert. That's, that's pretty much sums you up, really. But anyway, uh, yeah. Diaz Acosta won the tournament in Buenos Aires. And he's come over in Santiago and he's just come through a very long match against Kachin uh, last night. And he's up against Martinez here. Now, Martinez leads the only match on the head-to-head is 1-0 and Martinez won that. But that was a, a, quite a while ago. Uh, Diaz Acosta is in, is in sensational performance. You know, his best form of his career, his young career. Minus $2 against Martinez, a much more established opponent, a player who's been around the block a little bit, much more experienced, a plus 155. A 2.5 is the spread. Uh, Diaz Acosta minus one thirty six and Martinez plus one oh six and the total here is twenty two and a half. Um, Diaz Acosta, I mean, he's a 
brilliant talent playing great tennis, but he must be absolutely shattered, surely. Yeah, and that's where I'm going with this. These can go wrong, you know, when you look at all the the evidence and you think he's got to have a massive physical advantage. One player's got to have a massive physical advantage over the other one. And you feel like this is one of them that Martinez has a, a huge advantage. I mean, Diaz Acosta has played 11 matches so far on the golden swing on the clay in, in South America and a, a three hour, three setter against Pedro Cashin, who's in horrible form. Horrible. I think he's won a match at main level since I think like last July or something. Cashin. He's got a terrible record on the golden swing as well. And he, he, he almost beat Diaz Acosta. Um, I think it was a final set tiebreak, wasn't it? It was certainly a three-hour um, epic. Now, so he's played 11 matches on the golden swing. Martinez has played two in the same time frame. Uh, and the one that he played here in uh, Santiago in his opening round was one hour 40. Hard, you know, not much at all for, for a, a physical animal like Martinez. Um, happy, good for him to get attuned to the conditions, but it was a physically impaired opponent he was facing in Pissarro who kind of went away all too easily. Um, but again, just just a huge gap in what they're likely to have in their legs. Martinez also has very, very solid form at this particular tournament. He won the title here in 2022. And his overall record here is 5-1 and win-loss and his service points won over 10 points, one total is 103. His service hold and break total is 107. So mentally, he's someone that enjoys coming back here. Um, won the title here. I have great memories of this particular tournament. I, I'm not so sure that Diaz Acosta is quite the same player at altitude that he that he is or has shown himself to be at um, at sea level. The other factor that's that sort of leads me towards Martinez here is is the heat. You know, it's going to be in 32 degrees, 90 degrees Fahrenheit in um, Santiago again on Wednesday, and every match that Martinez plays is a physical battle. I just wonder if Acosta has the legs, has the desire after this fabulous spell that he's had. You know, it wouldn't be a surprise or a letdown really to anybody if he just sort of wilted a bit in this in this heat today. Martinez has already beaten him at altitude once before in Cordoba. I know it was a little while ago, perhaps not that relevant, but from a Martinez point of view, there has to be only positives here, I think, for me. Yeah, I love that play. Plus 155, Martinez. Diaz Acosta has come through an absolute marathon match against an out-of-form Cachin. He's got the highs of winning his Buenos Aires in his nation's capital. Uh, massive, massive high. But that, that usually that sort of reality sort of hits, doesn't it, after a couple of weeks. And uh, I think this price here, plus 155 for an opponent has beat him in altitude before is a, is a great bet. I couldn't agree more on Sean's analysis there in Santiago. So, Sean, uh, they're the four matches we're speaking about tomorrow. These are Wednesday's matches, all different times. Head to the Bet Rivers website to see the start times for them. But uh, Acapulco and Santiago will much be uh, more accustomed to the American clients. So check there with the, the order of play. Uh, obviously in Dubai, it's an early start, 5 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Uh, Sean, what's the official picks that you've got there? Sorry, someone's just ringing my phone. Uh, the official picks are, uh, it's Lagan's school. I'm, I never like it when the school ring me up. There's something going on there. Um, the official picks are Martinez then in Santiago. What is it, about plus 155-ish? Plus 155. Yeah, uh, and I'll take Van der Zandt's school against uh, Corder around about two to one. Those are the two official picks for me today. Okay. 
They're the two official picks from Sean. Uh, remember to follow us on our show socials. Uh, subscribe to Betting Weekly Studios on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Because We Win. And download the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, on your preferred podcast provider. Last week was a record number of views. So thank you very much for everybody, all across all our content, uh, all the soccer content and the tennis content. Lots and lots of new subscribers. Keep your comments coming. Keep your thoughts coming. Really appreciate it. Keep hitting that like button. Give in your thoughts. Give us your questions. We'll answer them on the show. And remember to follow us on the app because we've been on Instagram with your chance to win one of our famous T-shirts. And you follow us, me, in the tennis tomorrow and Sean next week in California and LA. Sean, I'll let you go because it could be an important telephone call that. So I appreciate yeah. your time. Uh, have a good day and good luck with your bets. Take care.